Hi, I'm Brandy from Gamers Table, and you are listening to Legends of Tabletop. Okay, so they have some some uh, really uh, roughly woven fiber blankets. They they pull out. I mean, you guys are there for a while. They're singing their song. They're they're eating. The children fall asleep, and they tuck the children under some of these blankets in the back. They've got like some of the softer leaves made into little beds. The kids lay down on the beds, and then they put these blankets over them, and then. Uh, you notice that there are more piles of leaves laying around. They just sort of like pull leaves together into a, into a, a sort of a bed. And then they, one by one, they begin curling up on their beds and pulling these blankets on top of them. Um, the chief comes over and hands you two blankets. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, the Nods and, you know. Like, holds his hands out, like, yes, thank you. You know, like, puts his hands out and, like, pulls them to himself, like, yes, I will take your, you know. Do you get any sleep tonight? <laughs> uh, I I kind of feel like Nash nods off and then has the nightmare, because this is eerily reminiscent. But well, it, it, was, it was pretty early in your watch, and you had first watch, so yeah, it's as far as your body clock is concerned you're getting ready for sleep now reggie actually was asleep and you woke him up mm-hmm. he's on his second wind right now but he's supposed to have last watch as dawn comes so yeah, somewhere I mean, pretty soon reggie's going to start getting tired too and reggie would try to i think until until it would just get i would just get too tired i think reggie would kind of just be looking around like just uneasy just just the slightest bit of unease, like, are we really going to sleep here? We're really just going to go to sleep. <laughs> and uh, it just, I mean, he, w- I wouldn't, Reggie wouldn't do anything specific. He would, he would just eventually nod off. Yeah, I, I, I think Nash has the nightmare. Tell us about your nightmare. Uh, so, it, you know, I mean, it's obviously related to the to the failed mission, and and you know. So going in, like, you know, maybe in the very back of his mind is like the thing comes up and they're starting to have this communication. Like he's having these flashbacks of, you know, how everything went pear shaped, you know, on, on that mission. So like, you know, I think like in the, in the darker recesses of his mind, like he thinks he's making some kind of amends, not like slaughtering everyone, which wasn't his bag in the first place. Um, so I, you know, like, I just, I think it reminds him so much of that, that, you know, like sort of as he drifts off to sleep, he sort of drifts back into that nightmare where, you know, the the mission goes pear-shaped and people are murdered and, you know, whatever. And like he just, you know, wakes up like in a cold sweat, you know, like, ah, like you know, jerks awake and kind of like gives a little yell, you know, and I like, I you know, like the flashlights are like it's pitch black. So he wakes up, doesn't know where he is. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. 
and he like he's like reaching around because he doesn't like he's so completely discombobulated. Okay, when when Nash shouts out in his sleep, it startles a couple of them. They jump up, and the first thing they do is they grab those pointy bone like sticks. They they seem really worried about you all of a sudden. They're pointing yeah. sticks at you and and shattering. Dagamakonga, makonga. I think it takes him a minute, and then when they start chattering, it kind of like starts to bring him back around, and he kind of like, you know, feels on himself where he put the flashlight, and then like, you know, flicks the flashlight on, and again, like, holds it down. And the the ones who are awake sort of like step back a little bit, and then then they creep up. They're really, really interested in that flashlight. Yeah, he he, he kind of like he he sets it like he'll dig like a real quick hole and like set it so that, that it shines up to illuminate the the cavern. Nice. And, and he points to himself and he like makes like you know puts his hands by his head like he's sleeping, and then he like shakes his head like uh like you know he's trying to like try to explain you know like bad dreams so he kind of like does this but then like. You know, waves his hand in front of his face, and and then he's you know then he's like points to himself, and then he's like you know come like down, like okay, like he gives him the okay symbol. Copying your gestures and and making sounds, you really can't tell whether they're understanding you or not. What? But uh, <laughs> at least they no longer seem so excited. Yeah, like he'll, he'll give like one hand, like you know, like. Like to point the weapon down, like it, you know, like okay, like right, you're fine. <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, yes, they do lower their weapons. Um, one of them walks up and, and and makes the same gesture to you. Actually, touches you. He's gently pushing you back down into your bed. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Nash. Nash lets him. Their skin is kind of rubbery and clammy. Yeah. <laughs> oh so no. He, 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 you know, he like settles himself down like he's gonna go back to sleep, but he, uh, he's up now. <laughs> okay, well, Nash, you eventually do drift off to sleep, and uh, a few hours later, some unknown amount of time later, Reggie wakes up because it's the regular time for his watch. All right, is my watch. <clears throat> All right, I got it. You look over beside you. You see Nash. He's quietly snoring you look up around the circle you notice there's only four adults here five of them have taken off Um, the elder is here and three others and everyone's sleeping everyone's sleep um no actually the elder just opened his eyes and looked at you he's actually sort of faking it (laughs) oh my god okay uh i just sort of give him a little of that hey there Mm-hmm. And he makes that circle around his fist again. Right. Yep. Right, yep. One yeah, and I'll I'll mimic it the same gesture. One one day when the when it's morning. Right, I gotcha. And then he comes over to you, he takes a stick, and he draws give me a brains roll. Sheet two. Hey, I rolled two ones. Oh, Jesus. Seriously? Yeah. All right. He's drawing something in the dirt with a stick. 
and you have no fucking idea what that means. It's a very nice drawing. <laughs> um, so it, it's it's obvious that four of them are missing. Five of them are missing. Five, so is there a place? Like, are, are, are the blankets still where they were? No, the blankets have been put away. All right, so <clears throat> Reggie, okay. Reggie gestures over to where they were sleeping and just looks back at the chief and just, where where were the others? Oh, far. The, the chief uh, nods, says a few words, and points at the drawing he made on the ground. Look at the drawing again. That's very, very nice. <laughs> yeah, he keeps talking. Okay. Um, that's good. I I like the things you are saying. <laughs> I your language is very lovely. And Reggie just spends some time just kind of like nodding and <laughs> just letting him speak, but not getting any of it. Okay. What you do get is when he points at the flashlight and then he points at his drawing, he points back at the flashlight. He's saying something. The flashlight? I, uh, I'll grab the flashlight and compare it to the drawing. They look nothing alike, but the elder seems excited when you move the two of them close together. Oh, you like that? Anyway, I'll move it farther away and then I'll move it back. He's, he's actually watching the, the beam move across the ceiling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Light. Flashlight. Eh? Uh, one, thing you, one thing you do realize, uh, you're, you're looking around and you realize you see no evidence of a fire or a cooking pit. or it looks like these guys don't even know what fire is. Uh-huh. Because if this was their den and, you know, you would, if they knew what fire was, there would probably be a hearth of some kind here or a pit or something. You just realize there's no sign of any fire usage. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Wait, hold on. Reggie will dig into his pack and get some flint and steel out. That's it, right? Flint and steel? That's how you that works. Have, you actually have fire pellets. I'll take out some fire pellets that I have and knew I had the whole time. <laughs> and... uh I will I'll activate a fire pellet. Look at this. Take a look at this shit. And, you know, I'll, I'll rub it between my fingers and I'll snap my fingers because that's how it works. And then pop. Right. <laughs> OK, well, the way the fire pellets work is you, you put a drop of water on them. That activates the chemicals inside and they become very, very hot. Um, but the question is, but they don't actually burst into flame. They become hot enough to set something aflame. Ah, perfect. Yes. All right. Um, is there anything around I could do that with? Well, there's some of the remains of that, that dry wooden tuber you were munching on. Ah, uh, yes. That is what I will use. I'll make a little candle. All right. When you do this, it's, it's big eyes get even bigger. It, it, there's a sharp intake of breath, and he, he taps the others, and they all wake up, and he's pointing at it, and they begin chattering. They're really excited by this. This is amazing to them. You've got a little burning piece of tuber wood in your hand. Hey, you like that. He, he woke up all the others to show them. They're all talking very excitedly. Try to try to hand it to one of them, to the chief maybe. Just there you go, take it. Oh, this one end badly. Yeah, fine. 
the chief is really kind of unsure, but after a while he, he reaches out, he, he touches it and then pulls back. Mm-hmm. And he realizes it didn't harm him. Yeah. He well, reaches out and he, he touches it again. He doesn't touch the fire. Uh, and, and then he, he tries to take it from you. Okay, here you go. Yeah, see? Now be careful. Be careful. Over. Hot. I do my but go go. And then the others begin talking among themselves. And he points at the drawing on the ground, and they look at it, and then they clap him on the back like he's made a good decision of some kind. Oh boy. I might sh- I might show him like I'll go up and I'll I'll put my <clears throat> finger over the flame and just be like ow. Yeah, ow, hot. Just to show, just to warn them, you know, so they don't think it's like an attack. The chief puts his finger on the flame and then he pulls it away immediately. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you got it. Right. Hot. It's okay. It's fine. It's okay. Very calming hand motions. That's just the nature of it. It's fine. One minute. More cats. Cat Central Station here. <laughs> I had my I had my window open and I guess the other windows are all shut. But my room is the only way into the house. Uh okay, so they they all they all sort of cluster together in the back end of the room. They're talking among themselves. They're holding this burning tuber and chattering excitedly among themselves. And they also keep pointing at this drawing on the ground. So now that you see the drawing on the ground, you can try a brain's roll. All right. Check that one out, Nash. This is a pretty nice drawing you made. I got a six again. <laughs> Damn. Love it. Fuck that uh, dice tray. The dice tower is where it's at. <laughs> uh, Nash, you, you realize, uh, like, immediately... That what he's what he's drawn there is uh, in Rainian orchids. It's a very bad drawing, <laughs> but it looks like he's drawn three of them. So he like you know he kind of like rolls over onto his elbow and like the the drawing happens to be like right near where he is and he's like he looks at Reggie like looks at the thing looks at Reggie's like I I think this is an orchid. Is it? I, I think well. so. That's the beauty of art. It's all open to everyone's interpretation. So he, he looks over at the, at the chief with the burning thing, and he's like, I, what are you? He's going to fucking burn himself. No, no, I already showed him that it's hot and it can burn. They're he passing burned. it around, and the, the chief keeps, like, making gestures with his hand, like, not coming, like, kind of coming close to it, but not too close. Yeah, like, he's see? warning the others. Yeah. yeah. I started they're, that. They're like, fascinated the by this. Mm. Um, you, uh... They they don't look they don't look so frightened that you don't get the idea they've never seen fire, but they don't know how to make it themselves. Yeah. I think that we can introduce them to the concept of fire and then they can like do it themselves. Can you imagine helping helping this this species advance in such a way? Oh, the prime directive. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean like yeah, I suppose. I don't we, We've got a heck of a lot to trade. Knowledge, information, all kinds of things. Food. But, but, but here's the, like we might I'm, I'm we, we may how many fire pellets you guys grabbed. 
Oh, I think I had it written think, down somewhere. Yeah, I, I don't think you had. I had too many to begin with, anyway. Um. Well, so I, you know, so I just I'm back like, of the trading post, there were two hundred of them. Well, we just clearly didn't take that many. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we took like a handful, maybe. Yeah. Let's see. We'll make a big roll here. 12, 17, 19, 21. You have 24 of them. All right. Well, we used one the other day, and then that's another one. So we're down to 22 at least. 22 fire pellets. Uh, so so Nash says to Reggie, he's like, I, we, we might have fucked this up already, right? Like, they try, like, you don't feed wild animals, right? Like, because then they get <laughs> habituated to people. No, listen, I'm not calling them that. I'm not saying that they're animals. Okay. All right, look, what I'm saying is if they trust the next group of day trippers to come in here and they're assholes, then it could get them killed, right? I mean, we don't have any way to communicate that we're not assholes and the other people, maybe. <laughs> I mean, if we get the orchids, we get the fuck out of here. I mean, it is what it is, I guess. I mean, well, I don't think that having a positive experience with new people is a bad thing, regardless of what it might lead to. This is a, a positive experience between two species. If they happen to encounter assholes in the future, I mean, we can't really... We, well, are we going to shy away from having these positive experiences with these new species on all these places that we go to, just because the next set of day trippers that come through may be assholes? Uh, I mean, I guess you're right. You're right. So right now the humans are talking among themselves at one end of the den and the Ufa are talking among themselves at the other end of the den. And he's nah. like, uh, did, you talk to, did you talk to Duke and Tom this morning? No. Ah, fuck. So he like hits the, hits, hits the radio. Also, you- wait one second. I want to point out to you as part of uh, a directive here that five of these, of these uh, creatures, of these things are missing. That were here before, they are not here now. Oh, fuck. So he kind of like looks around. He's like, "Well, didn't I mean, seem to be a problem." I I tried to to I tried to ask, and all he really did was point to his work of art, and that was it. Well, maybe they went to go get the orchids then. Oh, that would make this sense, is the picture, right? I mean, you could say so. I don't see it. But maybe you do, and that's valid, and that's fine. So he, so he doesn't even say anything. He just hits the radio, and he's like, "Duke, Tom." He just goes down at the at the drawing, trying to see what Nash sees. Can't. Uh, Tom gets Tom gets on the radio. He's like, "Hey, Nash, uh, everything's cool here. We uh, we had a little bit of a little bit of a thing with these these roots, these snaky roots that grow up out of the ground. One of them, one of them." Well, not one of them. Many of them sort of grew up around me and had me pinned to the ground. But no harm done. Uh, Duke cut me out of it. You got to be careful where you sleep out here. Um, we were we were scouting around the area, though. You'll never believe this. We found What's four that? more orchids. Whoa! Oh, shit. Nice job. All right. I, and nothing. Everything else is okay. Everything else is good. Yeah, um, these these roots sort of grabbed me, pulled me to the ground. 
Um, it, they damaged the, the, the servo on my right arm a little bit, but I let the suit run its mechanical repairs, and it seems like everything's fine. You just got to be careful where you lay down. Stay away from the trees. Yeah, yeah. Next, next time we hold up, we'll have to find something a little, uh, maybe a little bit more rocky. How are you guys doing out there? Um, okay. It's, I think the, the chief sent out a couple of his people to go find us some more orchids. So we're yeah, the just sun waiting. is coming up now, by the way. Yeah, we're just waiting for them to, to return. So I was hoping they were going to show us where they were, but you know, if they bring them back, it's easier for us. How long should we wait? Ah, uh, like he looks over to where the <clears throat> chief is chattering at his uh, little group, and he, like, he holds up his hands, even though Tom can't see. He's like, I, I, I don't know. Uh, they, they left before I woke this morning, uh, so hopefully they'll be back soon. All right. Um, any further orders? Uh, just keep your eyes peeled. Uh, don't, don't stray too far. Uh, I will, we'll be out as soon as, soon as they come back, I guess. Roger that. Let me know if anything happens. All right. So then he, you know, then he says to Reggie, like, how fucking long do you want to wait? Well, as long as it takes, I guess. I mean, what about how, how long will you wait if, if nothing like, you know, particular happens? I mean, there's going to be talking and gesturing, and they'll probably share some more of their tubers with you. Probably at some point, if we're thinking that they're not, it's taking too long, start pointing down at the, at the drawing in the sand again. Just, you know, hey. Yeah, point at the drawing, point yeah. at ourselves. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's, that's good. Okay. So the elder comes over, and he begins chattering at you, and he points at the drawing. He's nodding his head. Uh, and then uh, he makes that circle around his fist, but this time he only goes halfway around. So Nash looks at Reggie and says, "Maybe this is like a so he's, he's it's some kind of he's, so he's telling us time. So like they left yeah. last night and they're halfway there. Oh, so they must be halfway there. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, all right. We're doing it. We're communicating." The sun so, is now up. You hear the sounds of the of the the day creatures of the jungle starting to move around, and uh, you see light streaming in through some of the holes in the ceiling. So maybe, okay, we're probably not going to see them until tonight. Right. Yeah, that's what um, I'm thinking. Okay. So maybe. so, how about this? So Nash holds up his hand, and then he he does like a half circle, and he points to himself. And then he makes like the walkie motion, you know, trying trying to indicate like what if we go, like points at points at the orchid, points at himself, does the little half thing, points at the chief, and then like walkie, can we go get them? <laughs> uh, the chief says something to you that sounds kind of kind of stern. Uh, it's a negative response, maybe a warning. Um, <laughs> You feel like if he was human, he would be shaking his head. Yeah. Uh, there, something that you just said doesn't really please him. Hmm. So, so then he says to Reggie, he's like, maybe, maybe these are, are uh, special to them somehow. Like they had them in their food box, right? Like, are they all giving it to us? I mean, maybe, but it maybe he's trying to protect us from the dangers. 
Well, maybe he just doesn't want us to go and like raid all of their organs. The sacred. Yeah. Oh yeah. What if it's like a medicine or something? Yeah. Use this for other things. And we're just and we're getting it for the all important uh, purpose of the desire of a spoiled brat. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Nothing like seeing the big picture, Rich. Yeah, I love the big picture. When they go, wait, who said that? Um, <laughs> it's like, I, uh, I, I think I'm feeling like we, this should be the last Silasodassian mission we do because this is despicable. Well, uh, just, just a couple hours ago, you were excited about bringing in the secret of fire. Yes, but of course, now it seems as though we are taking something sacred to these people and giving it to someone who will turn it into trash. Well, I mean, we don't, I mean, we can't know that for sure. I mean, clearly she wants it just because she wants it. She's well, whatever gonna, she does, she's going to decorate her ballroom with it and throw a gigantic party. Yeah, yeah. trash. <laughs> because you know damn well that the next time she wants a party, she's going to want some other bloody orchid from some other bloody planet, which is probably the crazy, you know, healing medicine poultice reactant of another species. Hey, look, I'm okay with going back when they come back. I mean, we've got, they found another four. We've got 19. If they bring us another three, it's 21. That's, that's a pretty decent haul, right? Yeah, we can just tell there's four right now because the guys back at camp found four more. They found four more. Oh, 24. Mm. Okay. Well, let's find out. How did they find them? Where were they? They were wandering around down there. They said they stumbled across a bunch. They're probably okay out there still, right? We don't want to pull them in here, right? It's probably best to have somebody outside. Yes, yeah. Okay. They, they said everything's okay, right. so. Well, if you're okay with it, I'm okay with it. And, uh, I mean, it's worth waiting for if it's going to bring us closer to this being over. Right, you, so you're going to spend all day with these people? Yeah, I guess, you know, Nash would suggest, you know, sharing some more meat with them. Oh, definitely. In fact, why don't we cook some of it and say what they think of that? Huh? Well, we already cooked it, Reg. Well, we could like, okay, yeah. You don't want to overcook it. Yeah, I'm imagining that you, you cooked it before you packed right. it up. Yeah, I didn't, so right. would, I didn't consider keep, that, yeah. It would keep longer. No, that makes sense. Although, you know, I mean, just one day back there's probably still plenty of meat if it hasn't been covered by flies mm. yeah i assume it's probably fairly putrid between the heat and the flies yeah yeah and they don't see he doesn't seem like he's gonna let us go anyway well i mean not that he could stop us but you know we're trying to foster about peaceful relations i assume yeah i mean i i guess they just kind of i guess they just kind of hang out mm. I mean, if it's really compact, I guess at some point, uh, you know, Nash would like point up into himself and make walkie motion and then like, you know, stretch his arms out like I want to stretch. Oh, you're going to have to take a leak at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if the suit like recycled all that shit or not. You know what? It probably does now that I think about it. Absolutely. I assume so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you can you can urinate in your suit and it'll it'll recycle it and void what it can't use. That's my favorite part of the suit. 
(laughs) (laughs) That's not a surprise. (laughs) Okay, so you guys hang out with these guys all day, and there's a whole lot of, like, drawing of of little images on the ground with sticks and words exchanged, and um, let me see if there's an encounter during the day. All right, many hours go by, and you've actually picked up a whole bunch of words from their language. Oh, yes. So you you now know the, the names of the tubers, and you know the names of the the spikes that they use as weapons. Uh, you know the word for box. You know the word for trade, which turns out to be auf. Ooh. Auf. And, uh, and the names of... Uh, they, they draw little creatures. Um, so you know that uh, what what you guys know as a web serpent, they call a bingara. Bingara. <laughs> so you're actually starting to learn the Ufa language, and perhaps even better, the they begin to pick up a few words of English. Nice. Nice. By, the, by late afternoon, uh, you guys are are talking in this sort of pigeon language using drawings to help explain yourselves. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they tell you through gestures and drawings that uh, this place, this den, is one of five different dens. They, they indicate with little marks on the ground like they're drawing a map. And they point at all five and then gesture at the den around them. You eventually get the picture that they're nomadic and they move from place to place and they have four other places that belong to this tribe. Okay. Nash would then try to get from them. Are there other tribes kind of in the area or like they're the only ones? There are many other tribes all over the, he says all over the world. Right. But really there's only one continent at the south end of this world. Sure, sure. Um, and uh, are you, are you going to tell them that you come from a different world? Oh. I, I mean, I, do they seem interested in that? Like, are they gesturing to, like... He very interested. He's made all sorts of drawings, that some of which you can understand and others of which you can't. They're, they're teaching you words and, and pointing at things and seem genuinely interested in uh, uh, trading words so you can learn each other's language. Okay, yeah, I mean... They, they, they often use the word auf. Like, they they enjoy... They're called the aufa, which you realize must mean the traders. Ooh. Right. Because the word auf means... Betray? The word auf means you give me something, I give you something. Right, right. Oh, 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 traders. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Nash would try to explain like he would draw, like he would try to draw a map of our like home solar system, and then like maybe put the flashlight where the sun would be, and then like you know point to the Earth, and then like us, Ooh. and then like feet on the ground, you know like he would point and then like pat it, and then like you know do that like circling motion. They seem very very excited by this, but they keep pointing at you and pointing at the flashlight. And pointing at Reggie and pointing at the flashlight, you're not sure they understand. They think it, it seems like maybe they they think you're saying that you came from the flashlight. 
<laughs> they love the flashlight. They keep trying to, they keep trying to like, they, they take it out of the hole in the ground and pass it around. And when they see you looking at them, they put it back in the hole quickly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he like he wouldn't spend like hours trying to explain like you know we're from a different part of the multiverse or whatever, but like he would try to like you know s- at least sketch it out a little bit. You know, if they didn't get it, they didn't get it. I guess so, like he gave it to college to try. Yeah. Nash, a call comes over your radio. It's Tom. Oh boy. Uh, Gosh, Tom. Yeah, uh, Nash, we're going to respond. We've, uh, I think it's those kids. We just heard a call for help. Uh, permission to go examine? God damn it. Oh, uh, boy. I mean, I, yeah. Go out and see what's going on. If Fuck. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you hear Tom shouting some orders at Duke to pack up and head out. Okay, we're going to hurry. They don't sound too far away, and it sounds like they're in trouble. I'll let you know as soon as we find out. All right, let me know as soon as you get eyes on it. Oh, fuck. Oh, this sounds good. (laughs) Well, I I don't want to risk those guys for those kids, but... Me neither. I mean, I guess if we can help. And I've got a soft spot for those kids, then I don't think it's worth it. All right, well, hopefully... Hopefully the... uh, those five will come back soon, and then we can we can get the hell out of here. Yeah, the sooner the better. And we've got enough. We can leave. Uh, we can leave the rest of the meat with them. Oh yeah, I feel if we if we have if we have to wait, at least it's for the purpose that we came here for, and we don't have to risk being on this. Uh, risk the, blah. We won't have to risk any further time spent here. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Now you know Nash starts getting antsy. Now, like shit is happening. He's you know he kind of feels like he's stuck here. His guys are out. You know, not that they're not capable, but he's not. You know, he's not there, so he doesn't like it. So he's he's, he's getting fidgety. Do you want to go? I. I don't know. I mean, I. Let's wait. And see what. Let's see what they say. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, they had a bunch of knives. I mean, they could be being attacked by freaking monkeys right now. Like, what are they going to do? Right. Okay, so you guys are uh, without without word for uh, a little over half an hour. Uh, then you get your radio signal back from Tom. He's like, uh, it's it's uh, it's not real. It's not real good news, Nash. Uh, that that boy Winford, he's dead. Oh Jesus Christ! You hear Anel sobbing in the background, talking about how it's all her fault. She was supposed to keep him safe. Uh, you can't hear all that. She's blubbering to herself, and he's like, uh, "We've taken her back to our camp. Some sort of flying reptile. It wasn't a web serpent. Uh, two two-legged thing. It looked like a snake with legs and arms." There were several of them. They, they apparently they came out of the trees and attacked these kids. The poor suckers didn't have a chance. We were lucky to get there in time to save the girl, but the kid was already a goner. Jesus Christ! They picked him up in the air and dropped him to the ground from like a hundred feet. Uh, oh, that's no way to go. Well, 
know. Like, we should just keep her safe, I guess. Get her the hell out of here. Can you give her some? Give her a little something. Make sure she's calm. I don't want her doing anything stupid. Uh, you need a little non-regulation something? Because I uh, have to have my flask with me. Noise. <laughs> you know Tom. He's a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> Do you have any Zoom Zoom? Are you crazy? I don't have that shit. Right? Who would? Who would? Who would do that? <laughs> you the dirtiest look. <laughs> I did work. Did work before. Never mind. Never mind. Worked. Worked. He's. He, uh, I worked. It, it served a purpose, and it served its purpose, and now I regret it. But we got out of there. You know what? We don't need to rehash all of this again. He just, he just shakes his head. I'm sorry I brought it up, okay? <sighs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll keep her as comfortable as I can. Uh, we're just going to sit tight. Nothing seems to be going on out here. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, give me one second. So he looks over to the uh, to the chief. He points at the, the orchid picture again. He holds up his hand and then, like, yeah. You know, does like the halfway and then kind of like shrugs. Uh, the chief draws like a, a little less than one quarter of a circle. All right, so I, he he goes back to to Tom and Duke and says, "I they should be here within an, an hour, hour just, maybe. Yeah, just a few more hours, maybe. If you can uh, just keep her secure, make sure you, nothing sneaks up on you, stay under cover." Uh, as soon as they get back, we'll we'll get out of here. Roger, stay in touch. He turns the radio off and he says to Reggie, "He's like, you know, we're gonna have to fucking take her back to her ship now." Like I had planned on going right back to our ship. Well, can we just go back to our ship and then take her to her ship in our ship? Well, we don't have space for a fifth human. Could we just, like, shower in a cargo hold? Well, so if we stay in planetary orbit or uh, atmospheric orbit, can she just, like, stand behind someone? And then could we, like, drop her off? You could. It's, it's actually possible to make a jump without being strapped into a, into a, a jump bed. Uh, the, the problem is that, you know, if it's, if it's, a, if it's a, a, a dodgy flight, you can get hurled around the cabin. Yeah, yeah. But no, he's just thinking if we go back to our ship, we can. Does does the current ship that we have have atmospheric flying? Because we could just hover over to where she is, Pretty and then just like does. Yeah, 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 it does. And then you know we could hover down as close as possible, and she can either just hop out the back, or we get a rope. And just lower her down because clearly they're not going to want to leave their ship here, mm. unless she can't fly it. <laughs> Who is the pilot? Uh, yeah, it does in fact have. I hope he wasn't the pilot. aerodynamic capability. Whoa! There's your ship. There it is. Uh, so so he jumps back on the on the radio and he's like, Tom, ask her, uh, ask her if she can fly that that ship that they brought. Uh, you, you hear some blubbered conversation in the background. It's hard to tell what's what's being said. 
Um, Tom gets back on and he says, uh, I don't know exactly what she told you, but I kind of feel like I'm getting a different story now. She says they were supposed to meet that guy, Mark Forpaw, on top of the mountain. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. I kind of get the feeling they were working together with him. Well, I mean, I guess that's neither here nor there. Uh, we don't have any way to fucking get a hold of him, though. Maybe he'll find us. Uh, that mountain is uh, a, a good days away. Maybe more like two days away. Yeah, yeah. Um, see if she can get a hold of him. I mean, they should have been on their way back. So maybe they're within radio distance. These idiots don't have radios. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Amateurs. All right, I'm getting the story from the girl here. They were sent off to the east. Forepaw was going to the west. They were supposed to meet up again tomorrow afternoon on top of that mountain. All right, I mean, fuck. I, I don't know that we have enough time to get her back up to that mountain. I mean, and that's, that's their ride talking. home. And they're, she's from home, Earth? She is. Well... I mean, she can always come back with us. I, I, I don't think there's any way we make it up to that mountain before Four Paws is going to leave. I mean, if he sent those two kids out in the jungle with nothing but a bunch of pig stickers, then I don't suspect he's going to wait for them. Uh, I, can, I, I can't say one way or the other, but if we're supposed to make it to the mountain by tomorrow afternoon, we would have to hoof it and take off right now. Uh, and yeah, I'm still not even see. sure we could cover that distance. Yeah, well, they don't. She doesn't have a suit. Nope. Yeah, she's gonna do nothing but slow us down in this jungle. Well, we'll have to bring her back then. We gotta bring her back to our place, to our to our, our ship. Uh, it's she could stay inside the the, the tent there, the abandoned uh, facility or whatever it was, and then the trading post. Trading post. She may have to just wait until we can come back and get her to her ship. When we made some room and alls. Whoa. The only way we come back here is if we're getting paid to come back here. <laughs> so a true mercenary. So does she just is she just out of luck? Well, I mean, we don't have a bed for her. And what if she might, she might get banged around the cabin? I mean, we could leave her and just send word that you know, somebody needs a pickup. I mean, maybe her, maybe her, her uh, university or whatever, whatever, she, wherever she's learning to do this. Maybe they should be the ones who sort of help her out. We can at least get her somewhere safe, and then when we get back, we send word to them that their people have been abandoned, or she has no way of getting to her ship. Are you still on the radio? Uh, I think. <clears throat> Meaning, is Tom in this conversation, or is it just you two? I guess Tom's probably still in it. In case yeah. he has anything else to, to she throw might have like something to offer too. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I just, I just heard you, I just heard you mention someplace safe for her to stay. It sounds like you guys found someplace safe to stay. Oh. I'm just saying. Although this is pretty deep. How and they're we... traders, and she has nothing to trade. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, we're I'm like... Just, I'm just spitballing here, boss. 
Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I know, we're 11 days in and, uh, I, you know, fuck. I, I don't know who's going to want to truck all the way in here to come back and get her. I mean, we're actually 12 days in now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we can, it'll be slow going, but we could take her back with us and she can either, you know, if I can rig up some, Fuck, there's no helium for the goddamn generator. Son of a bitch. <sighs> that that cabin's got no power once we leave. This, this is hard. true. I mean, if we have an easy ride back, she'll be okay. Uh, we, we take a turn for the worst and... She's going for a ride. Well, again... It all comes down to Reggie and his piloting role. Yeah. And if I remember, it wasn't too easy getting here, so that's not a guarantee. I think, I think it was. It was easier was it? than getting to a dream world. Because remember, you guys are still in the in three space. You're in yeah. our universe. All right. Well, maybe it was. Maybe yeah. I mean, if it was an easy thing, Reggie would probably feel like he could handle it. I don't think it was all that bad. I mean, she could just kind of like hang on. Or maybe, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe someone else can hang on and she can be given a seat. I don't know. Fuck, what a pain in the ass. I would give up <sighs> mine, except that I'll have to floor the plane. Uh, Tom is whispering now. I think she just passed out. Oh, well, maybe she'll just... Oh, from exhaustion. Okay, never mind. Well, no, I, I, I've been giving her whiskey. Oh... <laughs> Oh, <coughs> it calmed her down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we had to listen to her crying for like an hour. Well, at least you won't do anything stupid. <laughs> or more stupid. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's made some mistakes. Uh, any change in orders, Captain? No. I, fuck. We're just going to wait for these guys to come back. We're going to grab the orchids that we have. And then I think we're going to start hoofing it back to our ship. I, I don't see that there's any way we make that mountain peak before uh, before they're ready to get out of here. They have no radios. I have no way to contact them. We don't know if they would wait. I don't want to be going three days out of the way on a whim. I mean, we can get her back. It's a little risky, but... Uh... And, you know, Rich didn't seem to have much trouble getting us here. Yeah, he, he right. seems pretty confident. We'll uh, we'll just sit tight and wait for the word. All right. And he cuts the radio, and then, and then he says to Reggie, he's like, I don't know. I mean, do you think we could leave her here? By the way, they're all talking to themselves and watching you because you, like, you keep touching your headset mic and you're talking to someone who's not there. Right, right. <laughs> Well, I think you're right. I don't think it's a good idea to leave her here, because how would we... Yeah, who would come and get her? Right, like, anybody who's running her program? But either way, I mean, we, she'll need to be someplace that's easy to get to. That's why I thought it would be a good idea to bring her back to our... Uh, the trading post. And that's at least easily markable. Yeah, the problem is we can't leave her there. Yeah, no, it's I, it's fine, Reggie. You would know this. It's it's possible for you to set new coordinates for like right here, so that you could make a jump back to this spot. The problem is there's really no place 
level and clear enough to right. land the ship here. Well, that's that's another reason why I think it's not wise to just leave her with these with these people. You'd have to um, maybe a, a better idea if you were to do that would be to head into the hills where you can find some flat area. Uh right. Like maybe okay. Find a place nearby that I can't land. Yeah, like sort of half a day to the northwest, make it to the foothills. You might be able to find a place you could you know, jump to. Well, there's options anyway. I'm not 100% certain which one's the best one. I don't even know if there's a good one. But I think the, the definitely the bad one would be to just say, hey, screw it and leave her here. Well, I... Fuck. I mean, I'm willing to chance it. To get her out of here. She's been through enough. She's clearly blaming herself for everything that happened. So I think it's kind of it just, I know it fell into our lap, but I think it's something that we should try really hard to, to fix. To take when care you, of. When you say she blames herself for everything, like Nash, like winces a little bit. Ooh, you know how that feels. But he doesn't say anything. Um, <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, we could, I mean, we could leave her here and then, so when he went out to stretch or whatever, is there an opening near where this is? So like, so what I'm wondering is if we atmospheric fly back, could we hover and then like drop a rope and yank her up so she wouldn't have to make the trek back? That's a really good idea. Wow, um, nice. I thought you were asking a different question, which, by the way, I will answer, because from down here in the den, you can see three other tunnels leading out. There's more than one tunnel leading into this place. So hmm. there's that. Um, the other thing that you suggested, though, yeah, Reggie's nodding his head. Yeah, yeah, you could do that, Reg. You could, you could uh, estimate a spot like 30 feet up in the air. Uh, get the GPS coordinates for that spot and then program it into the Marduk later. Oh yeah, no, I can. That's that. That sounds that sounds good. That sounds like a good uh, remedy. Right. I mean, it it doesn't solve the problem of getting her home. I mean, as long as you, you know, give us a good flight, then she'll be okay. Yeah. Uh, but that at least gets her out of here, and then we don't. We can we can hoof it going back and then it'd be one less person we got to worry about mm. well your uh your friends aren't back yet so you've got a while to talk about this i don't know if you'll come to a decision a couple hours passed by any any other thoughts uh nash is pretty comfortable with that decision so we can get her back to home earth. We don't have to protect her going back through the jungle and then we can just snatch her up from here. Okay, so Reg, you can actually do this right now then. I'll need a slip space dynamics roll here and you're you're using your current GPS location and then you're estimating a Z altitude. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. All right. So slip uh, space dynamics roll B3. In my slip dynamic, I can use my slip dynamic skill plus two. Uh, yeah, so that's a, I believe it's a brains roll. Oh, it's brains? Okay. Oof. 
Right, Slip Dynamics is, is based on brands, I believe. Brands, okay. All right. Okay, so that won't be... And you get to add your skill to the highest roll. Ooh, roll to five, so seven. Nice. Let me just think about this for a second. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, as a matter of fact, that's a yes and. So uh, you, you've come up with this. You, you've calculated a spot based on your uh, your original recon when you were first looking at this tunnel and all that. Mm. You're estimating a spot where there's no tree cover. Because the last thing you want to do is materialize where a tree is. Yes, that's not good. All right, I think I've got it. I've got it. I've got it good. I'm I'm referencing the recon. There, right there. That's good. That's where well, I'll do it. When you get back to the Marduk, you you'll be able to feed these coordinates in. All right. There. Is that anything else you want to do over the next couple hours? It's now we're getting into late afternoon. Uh, so Nash would pull out the the topo map and then just like start, you know, planning out you know, the easiest way to get back. So, like, there's no way to trudge back through the... No reason to trudge through the jungle. So if they, like, make a beeline to three and then skirt through the lighter jungle and maybe across the coast, they could pick up better time than trying to go back the way that they came. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it'll take you two days to get out to the coastal region. And then from there, you can move two hexes per day. Yeah, so I think it's that would be the be plan. Some time. Two days, three, four, five, six, seven. Total of eight days to get back to the trading post. As opposed to twelve. Yeah. I mean, he would confer with Reggie. Like he's got the map all spread out, and you know he's calculating, and you know whatever. He's like, hey, we we cut off like four days if we head to the coast. I mean, we'll be a little bit more exposed, but I mean, we can skirt. The trees. If you think it's worth it, then I'm 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 on board. Anything to make it uh, a shorter trip, then yes. You already have enough food to make that trip, right? Mm-hmm. Rations are good. Waters are good. I say I say let's do it. All right, we can always I can always try to tune up uh, Duke suit as well. Transfer some of my power over. There you go. And we don't have any. Uh, Get caught up with anything? Yeah. yeah. No, we're good. We're, we're we're looking good. All right. So he jumps on the radio. He, he gives the guys the plan. Uh, you know, lets them know, like, hey, uh, when when she gets up, uh, you guys start making your way over here. I'm gonna try to explain to these guys that we need to leave her here for eight days. <laughs> so Nash would so I, I guess maybe one of the words that they would have like traded early uh, as they were kind of going through this whole exchange thing like Nash would have pointed at himself and then pointed at Reggie and said friend and then like shook his hand and then like said friend and pointed at each other and then like you know, give him a bro hug and be like, no. you know, friend, <laughs> you know, and then like exchange, you know, like put out his hand to like shake the, the, the chief's hand. Be like, you Bros. know, friend, you know, bro. Yeah, yes. They learned the word friend. Okay. So then he, he, uh, 
like it, what's, what's the best but way to do it? They pronounce it strangely. They say Fenta. Mm. <laughs> so he like points up the tunnel and says the word friend and then does like the walkie motion and then holds up like three fingers. I'm holding up two, three fingers. <laughs> <laughs> And then be like, you know, and pet, you know, pat his chest and be like friend, and then you know, point to the chief and say friend, and then you know, three fingers and walking motion again. Uh, he imitates your gestures and he 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 looks satisfied. You're not really sure if he understands you, but he's imitating you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, when when she gets up, you know, have them start coming in, and then you know, have them let me know when they're close and then you know pantomime like going out and then you know friend and then see if they'll open up the the gate to, wait, wait wait who's supposed to let you know if who's close uh duke when she wakes up okay. uh i have duke or tom because i want them to start moving towards the tunnel or closer to the tunnel area okay i mean I assume they're relatively close anyway but like you know within visual distance so yeah, when they're, they're there, be like, hey, we're here. And then Nash is going to be like, we want to go outside, you know, friend. Yeah, you're, you had moved your camp away just far enough to not have visual distance. So, oh, know, so just, a like few, two just a few minutes away. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, when, when she gets up, if she's, you know, passed out. <laughs> no problem, Captain. I'll contact you as soon as she wakes up. Although she seems to be sleeping pretty deeply. She, uh, she might stay all through the night. Oh, well, that's not great for us. Enough to wake her up then. Well, it was late afternoon when I got her loaded. Well, shit. We don't oh, want her waking um, up underground. And, and now the sun is almost going down. All right. So, so Nash points at the orchid again, holds his fist up, and does like, like, like a fraction of a movement, and then like, eh. Mm. Uh, yeah, the chief says, yes, yes, soon. It's adorable. It's adorable. <laughs> He's learned a few English words. Yeah. So, he, yeah, he radios to them and says, all right, they should be back soon. Just be non-threatening, no weapons. I, I assume if they're not coming through one of these side tunnels, you'll see them when they come back. All right. Uh, a little bit of time goes by. Like maybe another hour and a half, uh, you hear loud drumming from above. It seems like the the rain has picked up, and uh, there's there's water dripping through the the holes in the ceiling of this place. And they start piling their leaves together higher and sit up on their leaves, sort of away from the holes, because now there's little muddy puddles starting to form in the center of the den. This is a not a very civilized lifestyle that they lead. Mm-hmm. But just about an hour and a half later, through one of the different tunnels, uh, you hear the you hear the, the the returning party, and so the, uh, the the shaman sends a couple of the a couple people up to remove the spikes from the tunnel, and in come the five adults. They have three orchids with them. They excitedly come in. They talk among themselves. You catch a couple of words. Uh, they uh, they use uh, that word, Binkara, pointing up at the sky. So it sounds like 
they saw some web serpents nearby and they make some gestures with their fingers kind of twinkling their fingers up and down and you get the feeling that means rain and they say the word for rain so they're they're telling the chief that the weather has turned bad but uh, and they did see some web serpents okay so so they made back with the orchids and they uh the chief takes the orchids from the party he's looking at you like he's he's proud of his men yeah so he he pulls out some of the some of the meat you know holds the bag out for them the chief ignores the meat uh he walks up to the flashlight still sticking in the hole in the ground he puts the orchids down next to the flashlight and then he takes the flashlight oh good yes uh yeah nash just look at that how do you say no to that yeah and he says yes takes the orchids you now have 27 orchids nice and the Ufa have your infrared flashlight. So he will, you know, get on the radio and be like, hey, just uh, heads up. Some of those flying web serpents, uh, the party just came back through one of the tunnels. They said they saw him. Not sure in relation to where we are, but. Yeah, he's right. We've got a visual. One just went by overhead a minute ago. <laughs> All right. Stay under cover if you can. Roger that. So now that they came out of the, you know, out of the side tunnel, it gets Nash to thinking, um, you know, where these tunnels may go to, uh, and points to the to the to the ones that came back, points to the tunnel, and then like holds his hand up, like one hand down and then one hand up to like indicate like mountain, and does like you know walkie motion up to the top. <laughs> You, you're, you're not sure he understands what you're saying. Yeah. Um, these things probably not going to know what a map is, but like he takes out the map and like spreads it out on the floor, and then points like you know, Reggie, what, what, where's our, what's our location on here? Because you've got the GPS. Right. Our location. Um, I find <laughs> Reggie finds whatever the answer is. And he gives the answer. Here is the answer to your question. Yeah, right, the so answer is right Nash, where the number, right here, where the number two, the number two appears, just past the white circle. Right, right. So he he points at the map, and then you know says, you know us like points to himself, points at the map, and says here, and like pats the floor, and then points at the mountain where the ship was, and then does like walkie motions, and then points at the tunnel. Uh, the chief uh, says a whole bunch of words that you you haven't heard him use before. Yeah, um, yeah. You still don't know whether he understands what you're saying or not. Yeah, he he looks to Reggie like I don't any any ideas. Like, can we see the mountain from where we are? I mean, not in not no. underground, obviously, but <laughs> no, because the 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 tree cover is too dense. That's okay. like. 40, 50 miles away. Okay, no, that makes sense. What if we just lift the rest of the meat and some of the fire pods and just lift? Yeah, no, that's fine. I just, I thought if this tunnel maybe went up to the mountain, we could get her there before four paws shows up. If they're not going to show us, though. No, they're, they're, they're 
tentatively touching the end of the flashlight from which the light emits. At first, they expect to be burned, but it doesn't burn them. <laughs> then they're very excited. They begin passing the flashlight around and pointing it at each other. The children are especially excited. They start circulating the flashlight and pointing it at each other. They think it's hysterical. <laughs> they're flicking it on and off. <laughs> All right, all right, I guess we stick with plan A then. I just thought, uh, you know. I, th- I think so, yeah. I mean, that could have potentially saved us some time too because then yeah, if, if we could have jumped straight up to where their ship was, well, I don't know. It seems like a pretty far distance, right? 40, 50 miles. You know, if they've got tribes all over, I assume their range is probably fairly small, right? I mean, at, at, I would think so. I mean, they're competing for resources and and whatnot. I, I yeah. guess we just stick with the plan. I think the plan is a good plan, and I think uh, we should just stick with it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we have a lot of time, and we've lost this whole day, so yeah, and we're we supposed commit, to meet we, them tomorrow. We commit to the plan, and we just execute it. Yeah. All right. All right. That's probably for the best. So we're asking Tom and Duke to bring the girl here? Yeah. Yeah. Roger that. We'll rouse her and uh, see you in a few minutes. All right. Sounds good. Uh, so then he goes through like the whole friend thing again. Like, <laughs> you know, my, f- you know, friends. And he points like up the main tunnel and does like walkie motion and says here and like pats the ground. <laughs> Your communication skills are excellent. And then he like like he spreads his hand to like open like open gate like whatever the whatever the the term was because they gave us the term for the spikes. It'd be like you know open and then use that term for the spikes. Okay, he he does get it. He doesn't get it when you're talking about friend walking here, uh, but then when you mention the spikes, it, a look of uh, you know recognition dawns on him. And he said, he realizes you're talking about someone other than you. And so they talk to themselves. Um, you've, you've told them the word human. So uh, they're, they're talking about more human. Human here. Yes. Oh, boy. Uh, they all seem very curious. They're not sure how to respond to that. But it seems like the, the chief has, has developed a rapport for you guys. And he, he, he trusts you, it seems. So he, he tells the others, you know, to sit and relax and eat and more human here. Okay, so he would... Just he a, would... It's just a few minutes before you hear footsteps approaching outside the tunnel. All right. So... They pull, they pull a couple of the spikes out of the way, and here comes your group. Um, Duke is supporting the girl. She looks really groggy. Uh, she's, she's wounded. Um, not not super bad, but she must have fallen and taken some bad scrapes. Okay, can I can I uh, medicine roll try to patch her up a little bit? You can. All right, I will do that. Or attempt to do that. I got a seven. <laughs> On fire. Yeah. So you're you're treating her wounds. The Ufa are fascinated. They're watching everything you do. Ooh. Yeah, so he gets you know he gets out the alcohol and the bandages and the tape and the whole nine yards. <laughs> you know he's he's like you know he's trying to just like talk to her, keep her calm. Like hey, you know, I'm sorry about your friend. You know we're gonna get you patched up. We got a plan. We're gonna get you out of here. 
Um, you know, these are the, you know, the, the UFA, uh, they're, they're traders, you know, they, they let us stay here a couple of days. We want, I haven't asked them yet, but we, we're, we're not going to be able to get you back to, to four paws. Uh, we want to leave you here and go grab our ship and then come back and get, she you. starts crying and collapses into a pile on the floor. She's no, like, it's it's okay. I, it's I okay. killed it's Renford. Right. I I killed him, and nobody even knows we're here except Mark Fulpaw. What are we it, gonna it, do? No, it, it's we we've got it handled. It's all right. He's like you know, like patting her back. It's like you know, we you can't blame yourself. He he, you know, he came out on his own. I was his guide. Well, she just falls into tears again. Like, like Nash is like, he's like absolutely like, you know, rubbing her back now and like having bad flashbacks. Oh, man. <clears throat> Suddenly uh, dawns on her that she's sitting in an UFA den. <laughs> she stops crying and looks around and she's kind of amazed. She's like, have you established communication with the UFA? Like he doesn't respond right away. Like now he's just like has an arm on her back and he's just kind of like <laughs> off in the middle distance. <laughs> and then like I assume she like kind of like like moves and then he's like, "Oh, uh uh, uh yeah, yeah. Um they they're uh harmless. Uh they we've taught them some some English words. Uh, we've learned some of their words. I we could f- write them down for you phonetically. Look, we want to leave you here for a couple of days till we go get the ship and then come back and get you. Get out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you okay you with to, that? You want me to stay here with them? Uh, well, it's either that or you huff eight my you know eight. 12 days back through the jungle without a suit. Doesn't seem like the best plan. No, 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 no. I, 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 I need to do this. If, if you've taught them English, that means that we can establish true communication with them. I mean, there have been people who encountered them before, and there's even been some trade. I, I read about it in the, in the journals, but uh, no one's taught them English. Well, a couple of words. This is, this is, we can be famous. Nash kind of like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Look, well, let me introduce you to the chief, who I'm assuming they're kind of like off in the corner, like, what the fuck is going on? Chief Bumbo. So he, so he, points at himself, you know, he taps his chest and then, you know, like, points to her and says, friend, human. I, I don't... Do we even get her name? Anel. Anel. So he says, you know, friend Anel. Uh, and then he, like, taps her and he says, stay. The chief smiles. He, he gestures uh, welcomingly to Anel, and he goes and gets her a blanket. And, and then, like, Nash holds up his hand and he does, like, like, ten revolutions. He wants to pad it a little bit. <laughs> It'd be, like, ten days. And then, he, you know, he passes the ground again and says, stay. The chief uh, looks in his crate of tubers and he looks at the bags of meat and he circles around his hand 
five times. Well, and they, like they Nash don't have enough up. food to feed her for ten days. Yeah, Nash, Nash holds up a hand, and then like he turns around, he goes into his back, and like he pulls out his three days worth of food, <laughs> and then you know he says to Duke and and uh, and Tom, he's like, "Food, let me have the food." Uh, is it whom meat you're giving them? Serpent meat or MREs? The 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 sir the the whom they seem to really enjoy that. So. Okay, so there were two more days left of that, but that's for the whole crew. So if you give them all the whom you have left, that will take care of her for like eight days, and then they seem to have enough for a couple days. So okay. I'm, I'm going to say that's enough if you give them all the whom meat you have left. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're looking, including that which uh, Tom and Duke are carrying. Yeah, yeah. So, like all the human meat we have, we're gonna we're gonna give them. All right. Um, you established an, enough of a rapport with the chief, and you know enough uh, of their language, and they know enough of yours, so that you feel they totally understand the deal. They are being given this meat in order to keep her here for ten days. Okay, and then we're we're hoping to be back in eight. You know, if it takes us eight days to get back, maybe nine. Because, I mean, if there's no hydrogen, we can't really manipulate anything back at the at the cabin. So it's like a disconnect and we're going to leave. Unless someone has miraculously dropped shit off while we were gone. I'm going to say that you know the word for return uh, because you were talking several times about when their guys would return. Mm -hmm. So now you can say that, you know, Humans return in 10 days. Right. We, we friends return in 10 days. So you manage to get that across to them. And then you pack up your gear. Oh, and um, Anel asks if you have a, a recording device with you. She's like, I have to document this. I mean, this, this, is, this is unprecedented. I can, I can do a dissertation on this. This could be a like, graduate thesis. He sort of looks down at the at the body cam and then kind of like looks off to the right. Like, <laughs> I mean, I assume all of our. I mean, so, so how does the camera work? Is it record everything? Is it something we have to turn on and off? Uh, well, it's. I think. There was some sort of bonus involved. Maybe you got a yes and or something, but I think I remember saying that it was AI and it automatically turned itself on when it sensed movement uh, or something That's, that needed. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Because um, I'm assuming that we would have recorded our time in the thing. Because mm. uh, it, it did seem important. I mean, he's not sure. trying to get famous, but, I, you know, it is... Yeah, yeah, you probably did record it. Yeah. I mean, if, if nothing else, to have a, a, a visual record if anything went south. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not like we would have an extra. Uh, he looks at Reggie and, like, you know, motions him over, and he's like, Hold, wait a minute. Yes. We, you want to give her Tom's body? I don't want to give her Tom's body cam, but, I mean... I mean, do we try to salvage something out of this for her? Like, I, um, I, I'm just going to interject here. If you give her one of your body cams, she'll have access to the video you already made, which will give her a leg up on learning the language. 
Yeah. What do we want her to have all of that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want her to have any information that we may. That's true. It recorded everything you said to each other as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm. You have a notebook. Like Nash will take a notebook out if she doesn't have like a pen and a you know and a pad. I mean. Uh yeah, yeah she she does have that, but she wanted she wanted to be able to video document this. Like he like he reached in the like pocket, nobody, pulls out his PDA, he, and he, he's like, really writes things down anymore. They just speak to their AI. You know? yeah, well, he he pulls out his PDA, and he's like, "Don't you have your PDA on you?" <laughs> she holds up her her busted, smashed PDA. Oh, fell on it. Fuck's sake! It doesn't look right. <sighs> Come on, this is this is historical. I, I'll give you credit. You you can you can share credit with me. Look, this is enough to make the talk show circuit. <laughs> He's just oh, <laughs> no, not another one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want any of that. Um, <laughs> how easy is it to like remove? Ah, fuck, so we have, like, personal PDAs, we have, like, work PDAs. Like, I'm just wondering if he could, like, wipe his PDA and just give it to her and then just go get another one. Yeah. I mean, she would have his node number, which is not optimal. Um, true, not optimal. Uh, your data is not... Uh, well, if you wish to store data in the device, you can, but typically data is stored in the cloud, which you access via password in your account, so... The data is your data, your personal data isn't even accessible from here. It's in the cloud back on Earth. Yeah. Well fuck. Like personal notes, I mean, personal phone numbers, anything you recorded uh, while in the field, no. that would that would be here. Yeah, yeah. Which would be nothing at this point. I mean we're in the jungle. Right. And your PDA isn't even that old because you busted the old one and Bento gave you a new one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um could he like password protect like contacts and that sort of stuff? Sure, why not? Okay, so he like locks, you know, half of his phone, and then you know gives her the PDA and says, "Look, you can use this for now. We can transfer the data when we get back on the ship. Don't break this one, and I'm gonna <laughs> need it back." I will not break it, and you will not be sorry. Thank you, Jack Nash. You will go down in history. <laughs> easy, easy with that stuff. <laughs> and so, so you guys pack up, get ready to go. Duke and Tom wave hello and goodbye to the Ufa people. And one more time, the chief makes the the circle around his hand ten times. Mm-hmm. Friend, friend returned. Yes, yes, friend returned. Ten. Ten days, and he does, you know, ten. Ten, ten, real, ten circles around the fist. <laughs> he gives you two blankets to take with you. Nash, ah, fuck, so I don't want to not take them. Cause I don't <laughs> want to offend them, but I like. I also don't want to like take their shit. Yeah, I guess he would take them. He doesn't want to offend them, so he he like gets down low because they're shorter, and like you know, puts his hands out and says, you know. I guess they probably probably taught him thank you, you know, because sure. like we stayed there and whatever. So he says thank you, you know, pats his chest and says friend and like you know extends his hand to like shake his friend. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> he's his he's his friend, and he he's learned how to shake hands. So he shakes all four of your hands. Ooh. Once again, makes the signal for ten days, mm-hmm. and you guys tread off into the jungle. Now you're going to be heading to what south. Let's call it south, right? Yeah, yeah. Toward the coast, yeah. I think so. I mean, I don't know that we have to go like directly, like two hexes straight down, like all the way to the coast, or if we could sort of skirt, you know, sort of this two hex, two light green hexes, and then cut the coast there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? You kind of go because we're know, in. Two, three, yeah, four. that's like five, four point seven five, or something like that. Yeah, uh, it will be one day in the dense jungle, though. And then another day in the light jungle. So can we go like can we go straight down to light jungle? So go light jungle, light jungle coast. Uh, yeah, which means almost one day in the dense jungle, and then two in the light jungle. Yeah, yeah. All right. So you head off south. It is. Let me see. Oh, uh, it's it's nighttime. Are you going to leave at night? Oh, uh, yeah. Usually we've been holding up at night yeah so we sleep there one more night i guess so yeah so giant retcon we do a lot of stuff tomorrow morning (laughs) yeah yeah. okay so you all bed down on the morning of day 13 well you know it's not that much retcon you can just tell them that tomorrow when the sun comes up you leave for 10 days okay okay and on day 13 you take off you say goodbye to anel Remind the chief you'll be back in 10 days. And off you go into the jungles of Enro. And the rain is fucking horrible. Mm. Uh, and that's where we're going to break. Uh, uh, it's right. Trudge off through the pouring rain <laughs> into the dense jungles of Enro. Sounds this good. It's probably going to be fine. <laughs> There's like a little wiper blade on the front of the. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's gonna work out. (laughs) There you go, guys. That's another adventure. Um, One, two, three, four, five experience points each. You tied that time. Nice. And I'm gonna write it right on my sheet so I know what I have. (laughs) Good idea. Sweet. Yeah, I, that was I, that was not what I expected for for the game tonight. I thought that was pretty cool. I enjoyed yeah, that I a lot. It. Yeah. <laughs> Contact with alien races. We are uh, teaching them rudimentary well, I, pigeon English. <laughs> so I, I feel like it's a little bit of redemption for Nash, right? So like, giving his own druthers instead of like murdering everybody, like you know, trying to right, yeah. You're figuring it out. You're getting better. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely cool. Love it. Thank you very much, Todd, for running. Thank you very much for playing. You guys, this this is really cool. I, I actually didn't expect that to happen either. Once you, <laughs> once so was you that met a, these guys, it turned into a whole thing. So was that a random thing that they were there or – yeah, it was a Ufa Den was the random encounter that I rolled. Hmm. Okay. Nice. Cool. Well, I, I mean, I think like the, I felt like the setup was 
not that you pushed us that way, but I, but I felt like by their actions, you know, being somewhat quizzical or whatever that, you know, facilitated all that stuff where if they would have been like, well, like, like Anil said, um, they have been encountered before. They have traded orchids with humans before, maybe not this group. Right. But she said she read in the, in the journals that uh, they have been encountered and they have successfully traded with humans. What no one's done before is actually taught them English words or learn to communicate with them. Right. But and I that and that's probably why like when Nash was like, "Oh, show us where the things are," they were like, "No, no, no, fuck you," because that's how we trade our stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would probably yeah. ponder on that, you know, on yeah, the on was... the wet long. Now, walk now they've got a multi-mode flashlight and a whole bunch of home meat. Yeah, it was yeah. like a uh, it was like a, a level of sophistication, you know. It was like, well, no, not not sophistication, but intelligence. To be like, nah, we're not going to show you where our stash is, bro. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, who will get it for you? Yeah, we're yeah. here. Sit tight. <laughs> Which makes sense. Which makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're, you you can't survive much as a, as a trader if you give away your sources. <clears throat> yeah, because we we would have fucking ripped everything out of the ground. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's just start pulling shit out of the ground. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that's it for another session of Day Trippers. Nice. Sweet. Thank you for playing. Yep. And thank I you for running. See you all next time. And yeah. one more plug. Anybody out there, you saw the map. You saw us use it. It's dynamic, and you upload your own map picture at fictioneers.net. All you got to do is make an account. It's totally free. No advertising. Go do it. Ooh, nice. Do the things. Do all the things. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. All right, you guys. I'm out of here. All right. Good night. See you later, Todd. Thank you. And also, if you enjoy this game, as well as uh, heading over to Fictioneers.net, you can go to DayTrippersRPG.com. You could pick up your own copy of Day Trippers. Uh, there's GM's Guide, Adventures, the the Player's Book, all that stuff. You can also find it on Drive Through RPG. Uh, of course, we have coffee for sale always. Uh, Neil just tweaked the blend a little bit. Uh, it's not as bitter on the backside. Uh, it's a little bit, uh, a little bit brighter, a little bit lighter, uh, maybe a, a tad bit more acidity. Um, it's pretty good. I just got uh, two bags in yesterday, which is great because I completely ran out. Because like an idiot, I fucking wait until the last minute to order shit. Uh, so me a couple on me. We also have our other sponsor, Thing 12 Games. They are a small publisher uh, and developing house. Uh, they have awesome medium weight games, uh, you know, more lighter fare. They have the Dice of Series. They have Dice of Pirates, Dice of Crowns, and at some point to be released, Dice of Dragons. Uh, so that's that looks uh, like it's going to be pretty cool. I don't. There's no timetable for that. Uh, you also have Click Click Boom, which is a social deduction bluffing game with cute little furry uh, woodland animals that are essentially playing Russian roulette. I don't know. Go figure. It works. Uh, and you also have Seals of Cthulhu, which is nearing its uh, completion and, and hopefully ship date soon. That was uh, their last Kickstarter. And they've got some stuff coming up in February already. So we hope you'll check them out as well. Again, if you use the code LEGENDS10, you're going to get 10% off your order. And uh, supporting the sponsors helps, uh, you know, support the show and allows us to do this thing kind of offsets costs a little bit. So we hope you'll check that out.
but likes and reviews, uh, that stuff is fantastic all the time. Check out John's podcast, Tales of Blood and Stone. Uh, there oh, is a link in the show you. notes, but uh, go to uh, Twitter and follow, uh, is it Bonsai Bopper? Bonsai Lopper. Bonsai Lopper. <laughs> See, I always get it wrong. But check them out. But uh, Bonsai Bopper might have to be a, a new one. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out as well. Uh, we appreciate you checking this out, and uh, we'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.